Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Welcome to another special edition episode of Something Crunchy. I am Cullen Blake. With me as always, Blair and Tyler Dressel. Could not be more excited about the guest joining us tonight. He's an actor, producer, and singer. You've seen him in movies like The Five Heartbeats, Above the Rim, Cool Runnings, Cliffhanger, and Waiting to Exhale. Please welcome Leon. Hey, hello, 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 hello. Happy, happy, happy Friday night. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. How are you, Mr. Leon? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really busy, but I'm good. I'm healthy. Uh, you know, I can't complain. All of that's good to hear. Yeah. And are you in New York right now? I'm in New York City, yes, for sure. Yeah. So I was raised in the Bronx in Mount Vernon and I've lived in Manhattan for decades. Right on. Yeah. We are huge fans of yours. Personally, you are one of my favorite actors. Yes. If I were oh, giving thank you, totally, I appreciate that. Long course, time. Long time. If I were giving advice to a young actor on how to improve their craft, I'd point to you as an example of how powerful expression and nonverbal communication can be. Agree. Oh, thank you, thank yeah, you, thank you. Well, whether it's that smirk or smile, that snarl, you have <laughs> these looks in your toolbox that take you to another level on screen. It makes you multidimensional and always stand out. Did you have any formal training that sharpened these tools or influences that you could point to early on? Well, first of all, I have to say, you're trying to make this black man blush, and that's pretty hard. <laughs> okay. Um, but, um, yes, of course, I've trained... Um, Without a doubt, a trade here at HB Studios in New York at uh, American Academy of Dramatic Arts and a lot of years privately um, with Sal Robio in, New in Los Angeles. Man, that's awesome. awesome. Well, there isn't a person alive who didn't love the five heartbeats. Man, you were good in that. So good. I know you Thank get asked you. about this one the most. I mean, you were Tupac's favorite actor because of this film. And I heard Mike Tyson squeeze the shit out of you when he saw you because he loved it so much. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's because he didn't, he, he didn't want me to tell anybody that he cried. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, Mike. Oh, you got to tell us about that. That was a young Mike, too. Like getting a hug from a vending machine, I bet. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah that, that's champion Mike. <laughs> <laughs> To get tears I'm, out of Mike. I'm still feeling that hug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't that violent, but in my head, I'm picturing you like at the end of Cliffhanger with Stallone. Well, know? it was. It wasn't really a hug. It was more. Of a, it was more of a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> that means he was just like. That's when he really loves you. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Or try, or either he's trying to make a point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> either or. <laughs> you get asked about Tupac a lot as well. You worked together, of course, in Above the Rim, and you were with mm -hmm. him at the fight just before he was shot, and all that went down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there that night. Um, yeah, it was you know it was a very memorable and sad experience. You know, just just realizing what had happened that night, and um, but there was so much happening that night between the fight and and then you know him attacking and a bunch of guys attacking a bunch of people in the lobby. Um, of a hotel, and then it was just, it was just, yeah, it was just a lot of going on that night. Um, yeah. but no idea that any of us expected it would end in, um, you know, in his death. Yeah, death. of course, no one would ever see that coming. That's just crazy that you had front row seats to all that. That's tragic. Uh, do you mm -hmm. feel that he was the greatest rap artist of all time? I'm curious because you're more East Coast. Yeah, no, I don't think he was the greatest rapper of all time. No, uh -huh. um, yeah, I mean, I can honestly say that he might have had the greatest presence of any actor. Oh, 
Oh, sure. Mean it. I'm sorry of any of any rapper of any um, of any rapper, any rapper ever. His presence was so strong. His words were so strong. Um, he 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 definitely had a quality about him that would make him excel in whatever he would do. I would believe. Um, but if you talk about greatest rappers, you know you you know there are some guys out there that one been doing it for a long time too who just had have a flow that's just you know give us an example yeah who's some of your favorites well the guy who died shortly after biggie i, oh, I knew you were gonna say yes. that yeah totally yeah agree. yeah just i mean but if you just talk about straight rapping you know and oh. then you also got then you got you have jay-z who's you know who's gone out to do so many great things you know yeah so his it's, talent it's, level I, is off the chart yeah yeah so you know it's it's um I wouldn't call him the greatest rapper, but I definitely think he had the greatest presence of any rapper. That's what I was going to say. I think he was among the deepest and the realest, and I wish mm-hmm. rap still had a message uh, like the one that he did. But yeah, there's a lot maybe more talented and qualified, but they were also probably influenced by Tupac and or Biggie. I agree that Biggie sounded the best when it comes to straight musically sound. and overall sound. I think I he think like Biggie set a wins. mood that you just like felt, and he had a power that just I don't think could be the same when yeah, you watch yeah. Leon. You like feel that presence. I feel the same watching you for sure. Well, I uh, I'll take all of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard you had an interesting way of getting casted for the role in Cool Runnings. Let's hear that story. Wow. Well, Cool Runnings was a situation where. Um, you know, they were scouting um, Dawn Steele, late Dawn Steele, um, who was the producer of the movie, um, was scouting down in Jamaica, all different places. And um, I guess when they, I'd heard they were down there, because I was down there, because I was living down there like four months out of the year. And so, uh, but, you know, I, I had no contact. It wasn't until I got back and, I, you know, my agents, they called my agents and I walked to the room and I said, what is it with you in Jamaica? Everywhere <laughs> we went, they were like, Leon has to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, oh, well, I said, that was, that's my people's, you know, I'm down there on the regular. So so that's how basically, um, you know, I basically got into the whole fold of Cool Runnings and then I got cast and then the movie got um, delayed for a while and then they changed directors and then they had to cast it all over again you know but uh, but i was still the guy so um, actually i actually got cast twice to do a movie <laughs> <laughs> well you get a lot of well-deserved love for your film roles but i'm ready to get into where i think you were perhaps most impressive playing the role of jefferson keen in oz, oz. you blew oh, yeah, that's me a, that's a you blew me away in oh, oz agree. L- looking back after all those seasons i still think of jefferson keen when i think of oz you don't get asked wow, about this one cool. enough. No, no, and I and I love I love Oz. I love the work that was done on Oz um, and the show. And uh, yeah, it was. Um, you know, it's it's the series that kicked off all of these series you watch. Yeah, it was the it was the first. You know, it was HBO's first original series. And um, and yeah, I was glad to be a part of it. Um, glad to have worked with Tom Fontana, who I just recently worked with on City on the Hill. Um, and yeah, it was uh, definitely, it, it was great to explore an aspect of our lives that, um, that is so real that we don't get to see much of, we don't get to see much about life in prison and about, you know, what that's like for people who are incarcerated and, and not even thinking about getting out. Like this is their life. 
it was such a real and raw angle and that is what made it captivating that is what made it so good and it was so well casted a lot of good yeah, no, a lot of really great talent think of the names that came out from that show all right so here i have a question for you we constantly ask among ourselves which shows could get the reboot the right way because they're doing so many of the ones the wrong way you think that they mm -hmm. could bring back oz and even just kind of pick up in a random spot where they left things off bring back some people bring in new mm. people or is that a show yeah, that's best left in the past? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think Tom would go there. I think I think he felt as though after season six where they shot their wad. Um, <laughs> I, mean, so, I mean, we threw it all out there. That's out there, baby. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it got kind of crazy there for a while, actually. He had to reel it back in. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. I think maybe... He could see characters from that show maybe and do a, some sort of a spin-off into real life. But um yeah. but I don't but I don't know about doing another Oz. And I, and it was so weird. That's why I could never watch um, you know, Orange is it was the Orange is the New Black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I could I could never watch that because to me it was just like Hokey you know, compared to Oz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> once you watch once you're Oz, you know, you can't like you just can't watch that. Oh, they're just yeah. doing yeah. Oz again. Oh, good for them. No, yeah. that wasn't you can't even compare that to no. Oz. That was the yeah. like no, that's like comparing the five heartbeats to that thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Leon, which role of yours do you feel showcased your best work, the strongest performance in your mind? Wow. I mean, we got a lot of awesome roles. Good question. Here. Pages of work to choose from. <laughs> yeah, I, I, know, I don't really know. You know, I mean, you know, because I don't really... I don't really watch my movies like that, so I, yeah, it's hard to say, you know. Um, maybe Little Richard. Really? Oh, good. Yeah, that's nice. Well, well, just because I thought of the wide range of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I was and, wondering and, if you were going to go and, 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 and the and the and the different and the different um, and the different people that I had to interact with. You know, I had to have a relationship with. Um, my um, my mom. I had to have a relationship with the woman. I had to be sexually ambiguous. I had, you know, I had to be flamboyant. Yeah. I had to be, you know, incredibly upset and also disrespected and and the loss of my father and forgiving the man who shot him. Um, you know, so you you think about all of those things all in all in one movie. Um, and your question was. You know, to sh which one showcased my talents most? That's so. That's how I was just thinking, like which one had the most in it, the most range yeah. and the most in. I love yeah. that. All right, so yeah. on on that project, is it is it true that you kicked Little Richard Offset? <laughs> At least scene? Well, you know, look, I, I I I didn't I didn't kick him off the set. <laughs> I just. I just said you, you that. You made it you known know. that you wish he wasn't there. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Oh, I just said that. There can only be one little Richard on set, <laughs> and and the thing is, it really wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But where he was at on the set was in my eye line, uh -oh. and so I I can't look at, you know, the man I'm playing while I'm playing him. That's yeah. not I, I'm I'm him on this set. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. there is that's it. You know what I'm saying? And and he understood. He understood. I could give by you. Well, it's but, not, it's not something that I even want my mind to even to be thinking about. Like I, I like I'm not thinking about you know 
with his approval anything when I'm I'm him when I'm playing yeah. that role. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, and that's and that's something him being there, that's something that could potentially take me out of character. Yeah. And I don't want that. You know, and it would be the same with anything that would take me out of character. You know, if someone's in my line of sight, they shouldn't be there or whatever, you know, I would just say, Can we need to change this. I, I can't look at this while I'm doing this. You know. And in that type of movie, obviously you're gonna have to be a method actor to a certain degree, but do you consider yourself a method actor and did you prepare the same way in other roles? Yeah. Um, I would definitely say that um, I um, have been a method actor most of my career. Um, I have to say that I'm not as much now just because um, the way they make movies and television and stuff doesn't really allow you to be it. That's true. You don't really have it. And, and nor does your life, you know, allow you as well. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to become another person and stay that person for months. Um, if you don't have a family or anyone else, sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like when, when you start to have a regular life, you know, and the and, two you know, start to mix. It's, it's yeah, right. You know, I can't be asking my daughter to call me David. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> yeah. I did. I did. No, I, like, did that, uh, I did. I did that. Do that to my girlfriends. Yeah, I did that to my girlfriends. They were like, they're like, yeah, I, have to, I can't even call him Leon anymore. If I call him David, he won't even answer. So like, <laughs> really? and I was like, yeah, but when you start getting into family and things like that, and then you also have a real life, you know, house notes, bills, things you're taking care of, you know, saying, you know, I'm doing I'm doing press for another film that I just did while I'm doing this movie. It's just it's just it becomes hard, you know, to really be able to delve into it. I love that. I would love nothing more than to go away to someplace, you know, say Australia or something, do a movie yeah. for five months and just stay in character. I mean, that would be awesome. That's almost what you'd have to do to get just like fully immersed. Yeah, you know, you don't have any, you don't have these other aspects in your life. But right. you know, the the older you get, the more aspects you have in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just the way it is. <laughs> All right, David. Well, we got to transition into music. We come from a music family. In fact, I didn't get to come across a Temptations movie organically. I remember being shown that movie by my dad for yes. the historical significance. You were Ooh. excellent in that as well. Uh, and your talents are not limited to the screen. Let's talk about Leon and the Peoples. Tell us about your band. Um, my band. I um, love my band. Love. I miss being on stage. I can't wait for we can all get back out there and tour again. And yeah, um, yeah. My band. My band. We play. Um, you know what we call reggae soul, definitely and soul music, and, and definitely some elements of pop and rock. But um, yeah, we we move butts. We you know people love our music. You know and. Yes. Um, and um, we have a good following, especially with females. I don't know why, but I'm happy about that. And, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, our late, uh, last record was Love is a Beautiful Thing, which covers yep. like all different aspects of love. And um, yeah, I just, um, I, I love my band. I love being out there. I love seeing how people react to us. And, you know, I and I love to, you know, write and perform music. You could tell, Leon, you could tell that you love to be out there. Yeah. And we love your music, too. And that is an awesome combination of reggae, pop, and soul. My favorite flavor you guys do was unquestionably how you did your set at the 2009 Brooklyn Music Festival. Um, no, okay. That was it. That set would kill at any festival, any year. We need an album like that. When is the live right, you know, we album just, we coming just did, we just, we, yeah, we, You know, it's so funny you said that because my, my drummer was just telling me that two days ago because we just did. 
uh, virtual concert. Oh, and then, yeah. we, and then we and then we also did seven um, of our songs because we haven't ever gone tour with even with our last album. So we did seven of the songs of the album live, and uh, you like a four camera shoot. Now we're gonna release it um, on our YouTube um, channels. And so, and and he was just saying, listen, why don't we do? Why don't you do a live album? You have the recordings, and I'm like, yes. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, so is that a thing yeah. now? Is that gonna happen? Yeah. Or, you... or is there gonna be more of this? Um, yeah, maybe. Why yes. not? You know, <laughs> why I'd not? I'd love to see more Leon and the Peoples. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Give the people what they want. Exactly. Oh. Please. Uh, <laughs> this whole this whole this whole pandemic thing has been such a life change. I mean, luckily as an actor, I've been working constantly since September. But you know, the music thing has just been really um, a different situation altogether. Um, cause I know live concerts outdoors will come back before the indoor concerts. will. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are already starting to come back, but we need that music. We no, need they are. that vibe Definitely. like going on right now. It just puts you in such a good Absolutely. place. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, I, I just like music that resonates with people. I mean, it's same, and the same thing with my roles and acting. I just, I, I mean, I always hope that what I'm doing resonates with people, you know, and they can identify with it and, you know, and they can feel it, you know, and, and, and think of it as their own, you know? So you were a scholarship basketball player, Loyola Marymount oh, University. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've seen you play on film, but let's talk about basketball for a minute. All right, so both New York and both L.A. teams were in the playoffs. I mean, not anymore, but there's storylines everywhere. Do you have a team that you're loyal to? Any particular players you like? Um, yeah, I um, unfortunately am a... Uh, um part of the Garden family and I a knew, diehard Nick fan. I knew that was and, coming. Um, yeah, so um, that is probably would say is the black hole in my life. Let's talk about <laughs> it. <now. laughs> you know, that I, I, that if, if I suffer at all, I suffer as a Nick fan. But, um, you Man. know, but, you know, such is life. We did have a good season this year. It is. Although, yeah. although as soon as the playoffs comes around, you would forget that we had a good season because that's all they're talking about is how bad we were in the playoffs. But, yeah. <laughs> You know, look, we 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 overachieved. We we overachieved with a team that you know, a bunch of young guys that wasn't very talented. And uh, you know, what can I say? Of course, now of course, when do they pick to be good? When we can't go to the fucking games. Excuse my language. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I mean, unbelievable. Right? Yeah. All this time I'm sitting courtside at these games suffering, and now this year they're good, and I can't and I can't sit be at the game. They're good. Unbelievable. Oh, sorry. So who now? Now that the Knicks are out, are you going to go for the Brooklyn team? Well, you know, I, I root for New York teams in general. Yeah. I, um, the Brooklyn team is a little hard, though, because they're Johnny come lately's. It's true. You know, it's, it's like if they were here, if they were here, the whole like, you know, whatever. Like even if they were in New Jersey, I mean, because I'm used to that because when I was the most exciting basketball player I've ever seen in my life, hands down, is Dr. J. Yeah, oh. I, the, I mean, the human the, highlight reel. He's the most exciting basketball player ever. He doesn't I mean, and I'm and enough. I'm friends. I'm friends with Michael Jordan, and I tell Michael that he <laughs> had a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, it's like you know when you talk about just pure excitement. There's, be, there's nothing like that. He'd be wow. like, I can't, get, I can't get mad at that, you know. <laughs> No, you can't. I mean, that that flying afro through the air. Oh, <laughs> there was nothing like that. Better than that. Was, oh, this is crazy. Everything that was exciting <laughs> after that was in derivative in some way or form from Dr. J. He doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. People don't talk about him enough in the goat conversation. 
Um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But that. I think everyone has the different categories, you know, um, greatest scorer, greatest, you know, playmaker, most dominant, whatever. But he he owns the title as most exciting. That's for sure. So you would say Jordan over LeBron, then? Yeah, definitely. I would too. And I think most wouldn't, especially after this year, exiting in the first round, he'd be ashamed of himself. <laughs> most exciting. I mean, well, that's not a big deal. I mean, Mike, Mike's as exited in the first round. You know, I mean, so I mean, yeah, that took, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, th- the fact of the matter is that it took fourteen years for that to ha- fifteen years for that to happen is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. really amazing. Yeah, that's true. So. I mean, look, when you talk about the longevity and what he's done over the course of his career, yeah, he's going to go down, you know, as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, if for longevity. But the, the reality is you cannot compare ball players from different eras. True. It's not. And, and I do some sports radio, and, I, and every time they start this conversation, they say, guys, you can't do it. It's a different game. Different era. Different time. Michael Jordan would would average no less than 40 points a game in today's basketball. Out of doubt. With the pace. Because you can't, yeah, you can't the put defense, your hands on guys. There's no defense anymore. And all I the said, f- you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't put your hands on guys. Can you imagine you couldn't put your hands on Mike? You'd ride around. <laughs> and, then all, and all you had to do is flop back to get the, to yeah. get the whistle. No, it was such a different league. Like I hate it when they talk about it being uh, a physical game and uh, this, this game's getting really physical down there. And, I think back of those Knicks Bulls games. God, you and, watch some of those games, you forget like how much more sport. aggressive it was, and you're like, "Whoa, basketball!" Yeah, <laughs> I miss this to, basketball. They threw, they said they threw Michael Jordan on the ground, dirty, like headlocked him on a on a bat, and it was just a common foul. Oh, which, oh <laughs> that's the Pistons, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Ooh, if you look at somebody dirty. the wrong way right now, they call it tech. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> and LeBron has them all in his bag, too. I was watching last night, and he just, if he didn't get his way, he'd give a look at that ref no. like, man. Well, that's the one real knock against LeBron. Okay. He complains. No, look, look at LeBron. He's as strong or not stronger than anybody out there. Yeah. Okay. This guy is complaining every time he goes to the hole. Not playing like, defense. So, not playing defense. I'm, I'm when he like, like dude, act like it. Act like it. Did you see yesterday we was talking to the refs instead of coming back on instead defense? Instead of running back on defense, it drove me nuts. Play He's, the game. You forget all the fundamentals of basketball. Like he, he misses a shot, he complains. If he gets touched, he like complains to the ref. Man. Arms Just are flailing play. around. Like you're amazing. Man. Just play. Look, if if there were no refs out there, right? Who do you think would dominate? Oh, LeBron. LeBron. I mean, yes. Yeah, right. LeBron would. It was just like, okay, whoever's the strongest, whoever can get it done, whoever's gonna make the most shots, it'd be LeBron. Man, that'd be crazy so, but, to think but, about. But, but, yeah, that's like, he acts like he's looking for the refs to call stuff all the time, and it's not happening. You know, it's like. You know, it just makes him. That's the one knock against him. It's like you don't want to look at the best player out there complaining. We need a street <laughs> game and it just change the rules and see like what really happens, like who really shines. The big three. <laughs> I got to tell you something, man. Durant, he gets it done yes, with the quickness, and I don't, I don't, I don't see him complaining to anybody. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Good point. 
I, I'm all about Durant. He went to UT that one year. We're we're from Texas, so all about Durant. I miss Durantula. I miss Allen Iverson. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a freak. He's a freak. I miss AI. That guy used to just get his ass kicked every time he went to the hole, and he just yeah. popped right back up like nothing happened. That's there's another guy who would who would score close to forty a game. Yeah. Oh. In today's league. Yeah, if if Steph Curry's doing what he's doing now, I'm trying to think of what AI would be doing in today's league. Melting people. Yeah, well, Steph's a Steph's a different situation. He, the way he shoots. Is no, he's like special. That. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, the that's, way, that, the way that's he shoots it. is special. He's, he's literally he's literally he's literally changed the game. Absolutely, you have to have the way, multiple. The way kids shooters. play, the way kids play now, and everything, and just everything. I mean, guys pull up from the three point line and they're going in for layups. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you can't even say that they're going for the three point line now. The, Half court. It, you, yeah, it's <laughs> ten feet back from the three point line is now a, a usual spot. Like they practice from there. It's nuts. It's in their yeah. comfort zone. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yep. It, it changed the game. Yep, without a doubt. Will you watch any football too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I know you're not a Jets fan. Please tell me you're not a you New Giants? York football Giants fan, Leon. Okay, dude. <laughs> I, live here. I live here. I get I'm it. I'm born here. I get it. Okay. So, all right, so I you're not going to hold it against us. Yeah. When I say that Blair and I are from Dallas and we're from there. It's not like we're wait, bandwagon. Wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 hold it against, hold it against you from being from Dallas. No, I feel sorry for you. Is what I feel. <laughs> that I makes mean, more sense. Let's 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 really be serious oh, about man. the it crazy Dallas fan. Fan. He, you know, he is a sports you know fan. The Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> right? Since 1998, are below a 500 team. I thought yeah. it was okay. yeah, I know. <laughs> or 95. Okay, I, I gave you a couple years. Okay, I mean, Thank you America, for that. America's team. What America? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that's even no been shit. holding on yeah, that, that long. No, that was hey, like wait, 70s hey, wait, marketing. Hey, wait, wait, how many how many playoff wins? Oh, I didn't okay. say we were good. I just said we were from Dallas. <laughs> I mean, wait, 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 we know wait, this situation wait, has been to difficult. Think, to think that the Jets have more playoff wins than the Cowboys. <laughs> the Jets. I mean, the Jets is are the that most a true dysfunctional statement? franchise in the world. Hold on. Is this a true statement? Yeah. yeah, we're, 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 yeah. Well, historically, overall? Oh, no, not historically. Since Histor- when I was a kid, that, I loved Dallas Cowboys. When I was a kid, that, they were. They were everybody's They were way that more was, fun. Yeah, they, were, back that were America, they were America's team. I got to give them well, how, props. How far back are you giving Jets playoff wins? <laughs> you are like upset on this. I think <laughs> yeah. when, 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 when Rex Ryan was here, when they went to the AFC um, championship with with Sanchez of all co- guys, mm. the butt fumble guy. Ooh. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that was like 20 years ago, and it still supports your argument and makes you right. I mean, Romo got to the playoffs like what, two or three times. A little first round exit, maybe. But I don't want to talk about Romo in the second playoffs. Round exit. You know that just puts a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. You know what's really crazy is look at your roster. The yeah. roster is stacked. We Leon. say that every year, no, Leon. You don't understand. Every year, year we say this. is our year. Oh, another oh, thing we no. can say, Blake. This no. year is our year. No. But you know what though? They're like, but they're, they're like the bad version of the of the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> no, really, the Brooklyn Nets are all offense, and they're just going to outscore you. 
and we, that's what Dallas has. Dallas has the offense to outscore anyone. But we, man, you got to play just a little D. We draft, just a little D. We just got Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator, and our whole draft was D. Well, we better show that D off. <laughs> well, well, wait a second. Your whole what, your whole draft is D. <laughs> And you, we you're, drafted you're, 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 <laughs> That's all you had left to draft. Okay, we had every else. offensive position is already filled with that's some elite true. talent. If they wanted to make a move for Kyle Pitts, you know Jerry fell in love with Kyle Pitts, and they didn't let him do it. anybody, anybody could get Kyle Pitts would. <laughs> but when you're suffering, when you're suffering on D like that, and you have all these other offensive weapons, come on. He would have got killed. Truly explains it too. So you think Dak will come back to full strength? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. That ankle, I think so. You know, you know, thing is, listen. If if he were, if he were a running quarterback, I mean, he's he can run, but that's not what you think about. He's a pocket quarterback. He's a pocket quarterback that can move. But he he used to have a little explosiveness to him. He used to be able to get away. But but uh, what I'm just saying, and he can still probably get away. I'm saying, but he's not a runner. I mean, I'm saying he's not someone who, with his agility, is a big deal. He's not, you know, Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah, he's not Kyler Murray. He's not Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's not someone that you you know you that moves around a lot. He's really strong in the pocket, so I think he'll be fine. You know, it's it's just. You know, can 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 you know Zeke hold on to the ball? Can can he not? Can he not? Can he not play? Can he not play from behind? That's the reason. Why do you think he has fifty attempts in the games? Because he's so far behind. He's got to start throwing it. Zeke never gets the ball. Zeke runs the ball over hundred yards. You win. Every why? time. I don't know Every why time. they don't just do that. It's all they got to do. It's like. There's someone in the organization not showing the coach the statistic that, hey, when this happens, you win almost every fucking time, man. Kill this right now, okay? Kill this whole topic. This is not an interview about me telling you what to do with your Cowboys. Okay? <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it, okay? We're going to reset yeah, the room. Yeah, moving on. You're right. No, I agree. Cowboys don't even deserve it. You're right. All right, so tell us something that we don't know about, Leon. Any other interests, special skills that you have? Yeah. Special skills? I don't know. Let's see. Um, Let's see. I mean, most, most, most of the special skills that I have, I try to get paid for. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Fair enough. So, <laughs> right, so, knows. so we're familiar. Yeah, with but your what I what skills. I do, what I do do a lot of, and I don't get paid for, is tennis. Oh, man, love tennis, Leon. Oh, I, I beat you up tennis. in tennis, Leon. <laughs> beat you up in tennis. Love <laughs> tennis. If you beat me up in tennis, I would still have a great time. I would too. That's the great thing that's, about tennis. That's, and that's, that's how I so feel great. about it because he beats so me every time. It. But definitely, no, I, I do. I love tennis. Love, love, love. I'm a regular at the U.S. Open. I even that, but you know. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I just, yeah, I just love tennis. I think it's a great sport. It's a sport that my dad actually wanted me to play. He gave me rackets when I was very young. And, um, but I came back to him and said, Dad, um, who do I play tennis with? <laughs> I mean, no one up. plays tennis. <laughs> Everyone plays tennis. football, basketball, or baseball. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm walking around with with tennis rackets. Kids are looking at me like, "What you doing?" Does anybody want to play? Or... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it didn't make any sense. <laughs> so, what are you working on lately? Any exciting projects? 
Um, I have um, uh, a series that just um, started streaming yesterday on yes. BET Plus. Really? Called a lo- called a love tale. It's a very um, provocative um, series. It's um, six episodes Ooh, about four like women, great. about four women living and loving in Harlem. Ooh, oh, yes. Nice. And um, yeah, and uh, then I have uh, what else? What else going on? I, I just recently wrapped a movie um, opposite Bruce Willis and Frank Grillo. Um, called the day, yeah, called the Day to Die action movie, which I played the antagonista, the bad boy. Yeah. New Bruce yeah. Willis action movie. That's and, awesome. You do that well. The antagonist. Yeah, I try. I try. <laughs> and then I did this series actually on BET um, called Games People Play. I was it's the highest rated series last year, so I did that. I was a friend with the producers, so I did that for them. Nice. Awesome. And um, yeah, just um. You know, have, trying to have fun and work and give people what they want. <laughs> Got a lot of good stuff going on. And I also have to say, your daughter, Noelle, I love her. She's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, my God. You and Cynthia have done an amazing job raising seriously incredible girl. She is fucking cool. I love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's doing her thing. I'm happy for her. She's yes. actually coming. She's in Mexico on her way back to Mexico right now. So. Ooh, fun. <laughs> Yeah. Get it, girl. <laughs> Blair loves yeah, she has the kind of she has the kind of life that um, I <laughs> never had. <laughs> she does it well, it's, though. It's ridiculous. I feel like she does it with grace. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can I do. I hope so. Yeah, I hope to you know spend that money well. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's smart, girl. With it. Yeah, no, she's doing her thing. She's, you know, she's actually uh, really making money. She's, she's been representing quite a few brands. And, yeah. And, um, I'm, really, I'm happy for her. She seems to be doing it right. Whatever she's doing, yeah. just, like, keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I support her 100%. That's awesome. Well, you are just one of the coolest people alive, Leon. Seriously. It has been so great talking to you. It has been so great being a fan of yours, too, because you don't age. You look as good now <laughs> as you did 30 years oh, ago. Oh, my God, true. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I do age, but <laughs> I, I, I think that when I think when people say that, okay, I've kind of figured this out because I mean, I look at myself in the mirror, so I see myself aging. But I think when people are saying that, they think that I look good, not that I don't, that I haven't aged. That's what I think. Am I correct? No, no. We were just watching your music video the other day. No, you literally do. Your newest music you don't video. Age. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, okay. look, no, I think it's well, the whole well, I can vibe only that you hope, give off. I, I only, I really hope that it's the same way on the inside too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's what you radiate overall. It's the energy you give off. Yeah, you know, I the, the one thing I have to say because someone was asking me this the other day is that I, I, I don't really, I don't really feel any older than I did 20 years ago. And in and, and, and everything I do, my lifestyle, anything I do, I just really don't. And it's just weird that I don't look at either. What's the know? secret? You know, I think, I, I don't know if there's a secret, but the, the one advice I can give everybody is to um, work on the thing that is most important in life. Oh, you know, being happy. You know, being happy is not something that just jumps up on you. You have to work at it. And people don't realize that. They just they sit around thinking that happy is just going to come to them. 
you have to work on being happy. You have to put yourself in the right place to be happy. You have mm-hmm. to surround yourself with the right people to be happy. You have to do the right things in your life to be happy. You know, and and if you don't work on being happy, you're probably not going to be happy. Yeah, yeah, it's a lifestyle. It really is. Th- yeah, mindset, it is. Be there all yeah, the time. You know, and, yeah, you know, yeah, you and you just really have to work on, you know, what makes me happy, you know, and if this makes me happy, then this is the way I'm going to be, and this is how I'm going to be, and you know, and for me, you know, making people happy and telling stories and stuff that makes me happy. And so that's I've been lucky enough to be able to do that all these years. Your stories make us happy. I was about to say uh-huh. you make us so happy <laughs> and very well said. I can't thank you enough for coming on. Thank I can't thank you. you enough for the time. Really appreciate it. We love what you're about. We can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much, Leon. Thanks, Leon. No, thanks. Yeah, it was fun. And um, I'm going to hold you to that tennis game. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Man, you can. Love that. Absolutely. Definitely. Matter of fact, you can bring an audience. Ooh. <laughs> he's like, you know, I'm here. He's to like, this. if you want to do the tennis game, we could do the tennis game. <laughs> I'm yeah, here yeah. for Why this. Not? I mean, at the at the end of the day, I, we're gonna have fun. It's and all we're gonna in get good some fun. Exercise. Yes. Yeah, of course. Love yeah, it. that's what, that's the reason why. That's one of the main reasons why I switched over from tennis to basketball, because I was tired of like this. This angriness, you know, about you hit a shot on someone and then they they act like they want to kill you. It's so true. <laughs> I God. mean, you animosity. You, I I hit a great shot. You in tennis, you clap and tell me nice shot. <laughs> yeah, so Absolutely. true. Yeah, it's true. Same thing with golf. Uh, That's why I love golf. Yeah, so it's the same thing with golf. And and when you get that like you're epic just, shot or that epic spin, and you're just you, excited for that person, yeah, you know that's yeah, a feel good moment for them. You're impressed and yeah. you're happy for them because you know what they're feeling. And it's I know you're so happy right now, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again. Well, anyway, it was fun, and um, hopefully we'll we'll play that game. Absolutely, <laughs> love it. Thank you. Looking Leon. forward to it. Talk soon. Thanks, All right, sir. you take care of yourself. All, All right, right. thank Bye-bye. you so much. Okay. Damn, he's so smooth and cool. Wow. Our show just leveled up 11 and a half cool points just getting to talk to him. (laughs) So cool. That was the hardest yet to stay host and not fanboy out. I'm not going to lie. Oh, we have loved Leon for so long. Been watching that guy since I could watch anything. Since you were allowed to watch movies. Yeah. As we wanted him to be. That was fun. (laughs) Well, things are still just heating up in season four, believe it or not. This June is going to be nuts oh my all god I'm <laughs> all i'm gonna say and 8080's dream car giveaway number 47 for a lamborghini or a coon plus sixty thousand dollars cash is going on right now they are offering double the entries meaning every dollar you spend gets you not one but two entries into the dream car giveaway action you do not want to miss out nor do you want to forget to check out somethingcrunchy.com where you'll find every episode, our links for social media, and the almighty crunch store where you'll find all kinds of crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of Crunch Nation. Then there's that Something Crunchy Facebook group. Oh, man. <laughs> this thing is growing. I, I laugh my face off multiple <laughs> times a day. Oh, yeah. You guys are hilarious. People are into it. And it remains <laughs> the most fun that you can have with your pants on. <laughs> this has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And as always, don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life and be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening.
Oh, don't, don't get me started now. It's okay. Feel free <laughs> it to is, get started. It is Friday. It it's, is Friday it, night. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> How many how many playoff wins? Oh man. I didn't okay. say we were good. I just said we were from Dallas. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, but, 